Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined with my friend and sex educator, writer, and speaker, Elle Chase, to get insight on new sex-positive dating trends, and I'm answering your emails. Topics include using technology to find better matches that align with your sexual preferences and identity, how to share your newfound sexual experiences without crossing the line. So your partner wants you to squirt, but you don't know how. What do you do? Sex should never feel like a chore. What are ways to bring the passion back into your relationship? All this and more. Thanks for listening. Here's a little behind the scenes view of what happens here at the Sex with Emily office. So whenever we get a package, all work comes to a screeching halt. Well, this week's productivity killer comes courtesy of our friends at Cal Exotics, who just sent us the coolest collection of vibes, their California dreaming line. First off, I love these colors. They're so fun and inviting. It'd be hard not to want to use one. And there are 10 different toys ranging from mini vibes to rabbits. And for those of you fantasizing about sunny California, they've got names inspired by our amazing cities like the Hollywood Hottie, a mini vibe that has flickering vibrations and added ridges. So, I mean, come on. Pleasure City is what they should have called it. And the Malibu Minx, a rabbit vibe that's external vibrator is actually like a suction cup for your clitoris. And there's eight more. They're all rechargeable. They come in a range of super fun shapes and colors and all made from premium body safe silicone. And for a limited time, my listeners will get a special discount on any California dreaming product. To order yours, go to sexwithemily.com slash calax. That's sexwithemily.com slash C-A-L-E-X and use code Emily at checkout. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com for all the other sex information you need to have a better life, better relationships, and happy with your dating life, and all those things. You can also find me on SiriusXM Radio Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific on SiriusXM Stars 109 for even more fun sex talk. And if you want a free 30-day trial, you can go to sexwithemily.com slash sxm. And as always, we are on all social media at Sex with Emily across the board. Hope you guys enjoy this interview with Elle Chase. I'm so excited to welcome back my very dear friend, Elle Chase. She's a sex educator, a writer, a speaker. She's a body and pleasure advocate. And we've talked a lot about her, you guys. Whenever you call in and you're like, I want to look for, I want sex positions for like big, beautiful women. And she wrote a book called Curvy Girl Sex. We often have it here on the table. It's right over there. We talk about that. We, um, give people tips. So you have one, not one, but two sex educators here. She's been on the show a few times, but right now she told me about this friggin' app and I'm like, okay, this is newsworthy because it's called hashtag open. And the mission of the app goes beyond just dating or hooking up. Cause I know all of you are like, Oh, is Tinder a hookup app or all the apps just hook up. But essentially this app is like, no, it's not just about that. They're working to create a community where people can create genuine connections based on 
where they're at in life and who they actually are because what I'm telling you is that what I love about this is that you don't just have to be say like I want a committed relationship or a non-committed relationship. They give you like, I was looking at this and then Elle's going to be able to talk here. You can talk. Hi, Elle. Hi. This is what, I, what blew me away. You can say that you want to be monogamous. Yep. Polyamorous, mm-hmm. open, mm-hmm. non-monogamous, monogamish, 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 yeah, monogamish. Yeah, eventual monogamy, Cons- that's eventual hash- monogamy, or eventual non-monogamy. I mean, I just love it, and it has all these different sexual. It could be um, orientation. You can mm-hmm. be pansexual, bisexual, queer. Get- Twenty-four different um, variations. Thank you. Okay, it's really cool. So tell me. I mean, tell me about this. Well, I just recently sort of dipped my toe in the dating world lately, and you know because I know. Well, I've been ta- yeah. you've been talking to me because I, you know, my first date after a while, I'm like, oh my god, I'm going on this date. He seems really great, and uh, and then I just, you know, I turned into thirteen year old girl. Right. Um, anyway, I've been really <laughs> frustrated. Enough about me. Um, I've been really frustrated with the dating apps because I'm a sex educator and it's my passion and it's my life. And when someone asks me what I do, I don't want to lie, you know? And so I say it eventually. And a lot of guys, they will absolutely go and sexualize the conversation immediately. Oh, you're a sex educator. Well, let me tell you, I've got a really big dick. Like, okay, pass. Um, You know, it's like, like, let me school you in something. Yeah, let me school you, honey. Or they get really um, intimidated because they think you're going to know everything, and that's not the case, you know? So when I heard about this app, I was really excited because I am, I identify as monogamous, but I I can easily switch to monogamish, depending on who I'm with. Right. And I like to have a relationship be strong first before I go outside of the relationship for sex. So how do you put that in like an OkCupid profile and then have like reasonable answers to your questions instead of just, you know, creepy people? The same with Tinder, same with Bumble. And so when I found this app, it was like, oh my God. So I can find people who are speaking at the top of their intelligence when it comes to sexuality issues. And also I was having trouble finding people who are into the same things I was that were non-sexual. Like I'm a big social justice warrior and a big feminist and I want to find those in a partner. So with this app, I was able to create hashtags or find hashtags that already existed, put them in my profile and people who are searching for SJW, social justice warrior, or I'm a pillow princess too. So I can put pillow princess in there and they can search for pillow so princess. So Jamie's a pillow princess. Yeah. That's well, like my, sometimes. That my dream. Oh, sorry. When yeah. you're with a woman My dream is to be a pillow princess How if I ever get to have a threesome. Oh, you, yeah. You want that. Trust me. <laughs> but like I'll be there, but I'm not going to do anything. Do you want us to define pillow princess? Yes, I knew that was true. <laughs> Pillow pillow princess. As far as I'm concerned, pillow princess basically lies there and is pleasured in many different ways by as many people as you want. But for me, it would probably be just my main squeeze, and they're just and you just don't do anything to them unless, of course, you want to. But I mean, where all the attention is on you, and and that's why I think that. That's one of the hashtags on there, though? You can put Pillow Princess. You can create your own. Sapiosexual. I like sapiosexual. Me too. Do you know what that is? Sapiosexual. No, I'm learning like so much. The br- I know. The it's brain. Being it's attracted big, to intelligence. Intelligence. Oh. Yeah, which I totally am. 
I put David that's Bowie amazing. in there because I'm a huge David yes, Bowie fan. Yes, you are the biggest David Bowie <laughs> fan. So that's interesting. So you can search by the hashtags. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like people are just burnt out on the, on the other apps right now. I yeah. think a lot of people are. There's like dating fatigue. Yes. Do you I, think that's yeah. a real thing? I do. I mean, I'm sort of dating fatigued at the moment, you know. Um, but I've, I've found some really nice people um, that it didn't work out. But I've actually found some nice So some I have a question people. for you. Mm-hmm. What makes a good date and what makes a bad date? Can, can you tell? I way? think for me, what makes a good date is that they're easy to talk to and you don't feel you're, you're put. Yeah, you're put at ease and then you are able to be your authentic self. And then, of course, you've got to have chemistry. That's a great that right there is a mixture. And it doesn't even matter where you are, what you're doing. I think for me, when I go on a date, if they make me feel comfortable um, and I'm attracted to them, you know. Right. I'm, can you tell yeah. right away? No, I can tell on profiles, but in person I can't. Do you think it takes a little bit? I do. Do you know after 50 minutes? 55 zero? Five zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what science says. I'm testing it tonight. Oh, though. really? Okay. I'm going on a date and I'm testing yes. in 50 minutes, because I promised I would do this, mm-hmm. this study says you know if you want a second date in 50 minutes. Yeah. I think you know before that. But I thought, how great if I set my alarm <laughs> and it's a good conversation, like, hey, how do we think this is going? Yeah. Because if he's like, no, not so great, I'd be like, oh, I thought it was good, but that's cool. Then I can go home and or meet up with a friend for a drink right now. Well, I got to tell you, that's what I did. I remember the first date yes. I went on and I was so nervous and I sort of looked at him and I was just like, so um, so what do you think? Do you think it's going well? Are we attracted to each other? Do you, you know, because that's just who I am. And it's good because you get a good, yeah. a good read and um, and you also get to know how... Uh, how good they are at communicating. Exactly. If they just shut down. If they shut down or they give you an answer and never call you again. <clears throat> to the guy. <laughs> what did you say that to? What did you say? Remember that guy? And I was just like, oh my God, is he going to call me? And he never called me. But right. he was like, yeah, I want, a, I want a second date. You're great. And then it was just what happens? Why do we... Why do we lie? James, why do we lie? People lie in the moment because we're so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And we're so not used to being, especially I think for heterosexual men, it's really uncomfortable to be... That honest with a woman? That honest with a woman. Yeah, that's what we've been finding. We've been finding. Jamie's been going through this right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, Jamie. You and <laughs> me. You and me for drinks. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Can we, though? Yeah. Like, for real? Go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. We should start having, like, a Friday night cocktail during the show. Oh, that, I should be, that would be fun. I know. But, yeah, no, because with the dating apps, like, I'm interested in this <laughs> because I just, on my Bumble, I put it on snooze indefinitely. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm like, well, I, I still have Hinge, but I haven't been checking it lately because I just don't really care. And then I'm like, the conversations aren't really going anywhere. And I don't know. But I'm thinking this might well, be a tell great me, app. What do, people, what do people get out of hashtag open app that they don't get from other apps? If they get the hashtags, they yeah. get that. I mean, you, you can sort by people. But like, what if you're vanilla? What if you're like, oh, but I'm Emily, I'm not, I kind of want... You know what if you're, you can put that there's 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 an it's area not all too. about sex it's more about being more flexible yeah I mean it lends itself very well to people who are kinky who mm-hmm. are open who want to have um, I mean if I wanted to have a, a casual relationship I would have two profiles which you can do Ooh. I would have a profile for for casual sex <gasps> and then I'd have a profile for meeting someone who I want to be a partner with and if I had a partner and we wanted to open up I could have two two profiles one profile for us as, as a couple and okay wait back up so this is my mouth is gaped with Jamie's back up. So this is why I wanted you to be here. And I have my listeners here. So you're saying if you're a couple and you want to find a third, yeah, this is a great place to go. Because right now I tell people about a few different apps, but I'm not that 
thrilled sometimes with the choices and yeah. it's hard for people who live in different areas now this is a fairly new app but I think the yeah. more people get out it's free right it's free okay you guys know that everything we talk about on the show which I think is a very cool service we do I'm yeah. just saying if you go to sexwithemily.com and you click on the show notes it's right there so you could click on it hashtag open you could download the app for free and just check it out because they probably need more people to yeah. if you just started but then you could find that third or be kinky and yeah try whatever you're looking for so yeah. I love that I yeah. love that you can find a, a third I love that you can have two apps it's like it's like when you're looking for a job and you have two different yeah. like your mission statement like <laughs> looking for a job where I can be useful to people in the technology field and then yeah. you're like I want to be a waitstar I want to be a server in a restaurant like yeah. you just okay that's yeah. so smart yeah and their terms of service to being the social justice warrior feminist that I am is they're really um, they're really committed to having an ethical um an ethically run app and in fact for every new profile that someone um, starts right now they will give a dollar to Planned Parenthood up to $69,000 wow I know see that's a good incentive I think so okay I'm looking here now and it says right now on the app currently 39.4% people are straight Mm -hmm. 19% bisexual I mean I don't know anyone else that asks you if you're bisexual which is so interesting yeah Heteroflexible, heteroflexible, meaning that you're in a committed. You're li- you're heteroflexible means that you are heterosexual, but you're flexible with that. So maybe you have a partner who is of different sex, but you'd have a threesome and be with someone of the same sex within that container. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. You know, you're flexible. You I don't, do you get know. it. No, it makes sense. But I, I, I think that's I love what it. I would be, or am. Same. Yeah. See? I, that's I, what see, I am. I'm straight, sure. but I like boobs on women. So I could see? be like, I could be all over the whole boob thing with my partner and be a happy camper. Amazing. Wow. But I'm not bi. Yeah. yeah. Why do we got a label? There's so many different, I mean, as you know, gender is a is fluid. and it's, It is fluid. You know, so why not be able to explore it? So wait, this is interesting too. Okay, now I'm on this. It says relationship status, you can choose single, mm-hmm. married, partnered, in a relationship, dating, mm-hmm. seeing someone or other. Mm-hmm. What other is there? I, this maybe is you come them. up with your own. Wow, that's cool. I know. Okay, so that's inspiring. I'm glad, you know, I, I'm glad that you are, um, that you're doing that, that, you're, that you're, you told me about this. Me too, yeah. Um, okay, so tell me about what else is going on. So bad, good day, bad day, we know. Yes, 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 yes. I'm kind of like sort of on a little bit of a hold too because I'm just getting so discouraged. <laughs> Not on the... Not on the... Um, well, I want everyone to sign up for this app now. Just yeah. do it and we can talk about it next week. And if you're not in a relationship, I want you guys to know that everything we're saying can also be used for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can spice up your own sex life, your masturbation routine. If you've been wanting to date again, mm-hmm. this is a... It's a great it's a cool time app. to sort of check it out, you know? And then like, so this would be good for people that are trying to find like somewhat like a third right like a third or even like i was thinking about just sort of getting like a quote-unquote lover like they used to say in the 70s i have a lover yeah you know and i could go on to the open app and just look for someone like a friend with benefits and not feel super uh, like we both know what we're looking for and we both know that that we have this uh, idea of sex that might be a little bit more progressive right you could say friends with benefits. Although I yeah. don't know about fr- you're not friends yet, though. No, 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 no. Or it could no. be casual. It could strings. be like, yeah, you go out to dinner. No and, strings. You know, no strings. So when they Google you, because Elle's in this position that I am, like your book will come up, like Curvy Girl Sex. Yeah. And that you're a sex educator. Yeah. And then do you feel that the first date then goes into sex right away? Well, I don't give them my last name. Oh, okay. So 
I just sort of talk to them and, and, you know, I try and hold out as long as possible Mm. for not saying what I do. Um, And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But how soon, if you, okay, let's say you meet someone and you're into it though, how soon would you like to talk about sex though? Forget what you do. I think it's different for everyone and where you are. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. It used to be for me, like right away, let's talk about it and then let's do it. You know, and now I it just it's the place in my life. Now I just I want to talk about the how much it excites me, the idea of being a sex educator. But I don't necessarily need to start talking about, you know, what we want to do to each other immediately because I need that connection. So let's talk about your your inspiration for Curvy Girl Sex and the responses. I mean, I know it's been out, but I feel like people keep calling in and asking questions about it. People keep finding it, too. So I'm constantly asking, um, being asked questions about it, too. It's a great book, I think. It is. is. It's 101 positions. And um, it's great for every size of curvy girl and for curvy guys um, and for different sexualities and all of that. But it's sort of. I have found, for me, when I was writing the book, it gave me permission to try things that I thought might not work, because I'm like, I'm doing it for science, you know? Um, so I would try different pillows, or I would try it in the shower, or try it outside on the, you know, the back of a truck, you know, go camping, all that kind of stuff. And... Um, so it was really interesting so that I could put myself through it and also be able to uh, to speak to it as well. Well, I love it because I love that it's a position book because I feel like or it's I mean, tips and positions because I just I feel that people are so limited. We're all limited mm-hmm. in what we think about sex. We think that there's there's missionary sex. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, person on top. Mm-hmm. Doggy style. Doggy and you're style. Like, what else yeah. do I do now? Yeah. But like to see that there's just variations, like lifting a leg or putting a pillow underneath you. What is yeah. like a popular position that people keep saying, oh my God, this position just rocked my world that I wouldn't know about? They love position where the receiver is uh, has, has their back on the bed or the floor or whatever. And the legs are pulled back as far as they can go. Not all of us are limber, but just pulled back enough so it opens up the genital area. Um, and then the, the person who's giving um, is, is just it's open for them there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, there are many different ways to do that, but it it's all about sort of spreading the... the spread it open. Spread it open. Spread that open. Um, that's a big one. And then um, anal sex is a big one. <laughs> anal sex position. Anal, anal what's, sex. What's the, what's the popular... Um, people always ask me this for the variation. I just love that. I love having another person here. <laughs> I talk about this all the time. Anal sex position that we wouldn't have thought. People assume that it's just in one way. Like it's doggy style. Missionary. Missionary anal. I mean, I think a lot of people do it that way. Um, and it's just, you never think about it. Right. So unless... I think it has to be some weird... It has awkward. to be... You have to Because that makes it, for some people, it makes it more intimate because you're looking at mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. yet you're going in a different hole. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's, so. that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. I think that the one people always like are limited by that. Yeah. They're limited by how they think they can do it. Yeah. yeah. And no one's no one is going to be be able to do all of them. So if you can't do one, you just move on to another one. Well, that's what I like. I just want people to know what the options are, and I think it's good to have a book by your bed that people can just look, yeah, look at it or figure it out. I like the drawings of the positions in it too. Thank I think you. They, yeah, I didn't do cool. them, but but a person was very talented. <laughs> oh oh, we didn't God. mention this, but but LadyCheeky.com. Yes, Lady Cheeky's back. So. It's back? It's back. I found a new platform. Okay, so... Amazing. Okay, so another thing that Elle does is she runs the award-winning sex-positive porn site, LadyCheeky.com, 
and it was on Tumblr, got shut down, whatever yeah. happened, and now it's back already. Now it's on people a new could, platform called New Tumble. Can people go now? Yeah, they can go right now. I didn't know this. I, I thought I told you. Okay, I'm sorry. Wait, it wasn't back in the email. The it wasn't even in the email. No, it wasn't you in the email. I'm sorry. You sucked. You my sucked. fault. I Listen, sucked. you guys. Oh my God. This is what. Okay. <laughs> Ladycheeky.com. You, for all the women out there and men who are asking me for. How do you explain your site? Ladycheeky.com, I curate all of the um, all of the porn that's on there. And it's very it's very much based in desire and passion. And I only post things that turn me on. So it's not just like hardcore porn, although there is some of that because everyone has moods. But, and it's a lot, it's a lot of pussy eating. Because, because that's what we want. That's what we want. So it's but not... a really artful sex. Really it hot. It is so hot. If you've been looking for porn that makes you feel good. Yeah. I mean, I there's a reason it, it was so popular, you it know? It's one of the most popular. And it's free. It's free. It's free. Wait, I'm clicking on it now. Posts. Okay, I don't have to do this on the show. This is what I do. And I'm like all techie, but it's, oh, oh. It's it's working, right? It yes. should be working. Okay, good. Yeah. It's, I'm so happy. It's this new, it's this new company and I really hope they take off because they have just the best intentions of being able to let people express themselves. Can you go back though? Because right now it's on no. March. So no. you're starting again and posting all the new ones. So right now there's yeah. a few posts. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I can only reblog from other people. I can't take content from elsewhere. Okay, so right now there's just a few posts up there. Yeah, but, but more people that join and post their own shit, oh. I can reblog. So everyone should go join it then. Join New Tumble. Join New, join new it's Tumble. Like, it's, it's like Tumblr, but better. But that's where all the Tumblr people who like porn okay, are going. Well, this is good. Yeah. This. Do people know? Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. I thought I told you. Uh. Because I love it. Because here's the thing. I don't always want to watch video of porn. I I just want to look. It's it's, great for arousal. For people, for especially for for women that don't want to like go to a tube site. It's like... A lot of women don't want to go to a tube site. They don't. And they want to be aroused with their partner. And it's a great thing for couples to look at or or on your own. So what would you say out of all that? We probably don't have it up there now, but what... Because we can't see them all. But what... Was there a a particular post that was the most popular or genre? Oh, there was there, Tell and me. there's no nudity in it, and um, I have it on my Instagram, thelchase.com. Oh, at thelchase at thelchase.com. It is this. You've seen it. It's this guy kissing his girlfriend on the neck, oh. and it's long, and he's taking his time, and it's authentic. Like she's getting turned on. It's as if you are looking through the window in somebody's house, and he's starting to seduce her, and. I must have, I don't know, I'm guessing 20,000 likes on that or something. And whenever I put it on Lady Cheeky, people go bananas. Wait, now I need to, okay. It's at the L Chase on Instagram, Facebook, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, somewhere on LChase.com. I think we should post it. Can we post it on our yeah. Instagram? We'll post it on our thing. Um, we'll post it somewhere. I'll find it. Definitely. Okay, but that I one, because, and what do you think that is? I think people really want to feel desired. And they really want their partner to to show their desire. You know? Yeah. I think I, it's a very simple equation because in he's this... He's seducing her. He's seducing her and she is just sort of enjoying it. And he's getting into it in such a way that it'd be like he'd be called a, sec, a, a neck nerd. You know what I mean? He pulls her hair away. <sighs> everything's gentle and then it's I not. And that. then it... Oh my God. It is... It is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. And I will I will tweet it sometimes and I'll see say the best sex scene ever and there is no nudity in it whatsoever. I love that because yeah. it's like it leaves a lot to the imagination. Yeah. 
it, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets you your juices do, going. It gets you going, you guys. I think that when a lot of people, you write in, you're calling, I no longer have a sex drive, I'm not interested in sex. Sometimes you just haven't, because you haven't had it or thought about it. Sometimes you just to see something visually, be like, oh yeah, yeah. that's it. Those are those feelings again. Now I'm feeling that tingling in my stomach yeah. again. Um, you got to use it to, my you know what I mean? Vulva. My vulva. My vulva. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to get into your emails. CBD is literally everywhere nowadays. I mean, for pain, for sex, for anxiety. And I've been talking about it since the first few products started coming out because I truly believe in all of it. The thing is though, just because it's everywhere does not mean it's all the same, which is why it's so important to know where it comes from and what you're getting. Okay, Emily, you're thinking, but where do I start? Well, I'll tell you, Veritas Farms. I'm so excited because I've been obsessed with their CBD gummies. I've been popping them in the office. Veritas Farms is a leading producer of full-spectrum CBD products you can trust. I mean it. I mean, they literally run their own farms in Colorado and control the entire manufacturing processes themselves, which is more than a lot of companies in any field can say. Veritas Farms makes CBD tinctures, capsules, moisturizers, lip balms, and a topical solve that you can actually find in national chains like CVS. I use it all the time for my back pain. I use it for all my pain. I use it for sleep. You guys, you're going to love it if you haven't tried it yet. Their products use organic ingredients and they aren't throwing any like too good to be true promises in your face. Just the facts about what you're actually buying. So to check out all of Veritas Farms full spectrum CBD products, go to sexwithemily.com slash Veritas. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash V-E-R-I-T-A-S today. We just finished our latest survey, and since last year, the percentage of you who use lube frequently went from 48% to 63%. This made me so proud, because you know I want you guys to have a lube on every nightstand. That's my dream. Now, I know there could be some confusion when it comes to deciding which kind of lube to buy, so today, let's talk about silicone lubes. They last longer, they're waterproof, and you can use them with condoms without breaking them down, which is why I am so excited I get to work with Uberlube. I literally used to stock them for samples at trade shows. That's how much I love their lube. I even gave my producer a cup instead of a whole bottle because I didn't want to give it all away. So anyway, Uberlube gets that high quality silicone is the best option because that's literally all they make. You just have to feel it and you'll know what I'm talking about. It's never sticky or tacky and they even add a touch of vitamin E so you feel moisturized after using it. In fact, you can use it in your hair for frizziness, on your skin for chafing. And side note, if you got colorful tattoos, it makes them more vibrant. It's kind of like the Swiss army knife of lubes. Ubalube is long lasting and waterproof so you can use it in the bath or the shower without reapplying. Besides the way it feels, let me tell you about the bottle. It's such a clean design in this beautiful glass bottle. Definitely nightstand friendly, which of course I love. Ubalube is really in a class by itself and I want you to try it. So to order yours, go to sexwithemily.com slash Ubalube. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. 
If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. All right, guys. I love answering your questions. So if you want a question answered on the show, just go to sexwithemily.com, click the Ask Emily tab, fill out the short form, and we got you. Or you can also email feedback at sexwithemily.com, but always include your name, your age, where you live, and how you listen to the show. Okay, thanks, guys. This is from Stephanie, 37 in Belgium, and she writes, Hey, Emily, my partner and I have been together for 12 years now. Our sex life is never bad, but now our kids are older. We have more time to focus on ourselves, and it's gotten so much better. So over the past few years, I've been extending my sexuality, but last winter took an accelerated pace. My partner started working as a fun man for Fun Factory, hosting adult home parties, and it feels like an entire world is now opening up for us with a newfound sexual awakening. We both feel great talking about sex, toys, and relationships. We also started swinging some weeks ago, and it's going great. So you might be wondering, what's my question? I'm very enthusiastic about our experiences, and I like to discuss sex. I tend to forget that some people don't experience it in the same way, and there's a lot of taboo around it. I now feel insecure talking about it to certain parts of my family and friends, and I want to be able to share these great experiences, but how do I? How can I? Is there a way to loosen them up to be more accepting of this? I don't know where to find other like-minded spirits. Thanks. Lots of big hugs from Stephanie. Thanks for doing what you do. Okay, Stephanie, I love this question because I totally understand where you're coming from. When you get really excited about something, you want to share it with the world. And when it comes to sex, I have to deal with the same things as well. I have to realize that most people are not at all where we're at. Like, I'm so comfortable talking about sex. I've been studying, but you have to understand most of the world does consider it taboo. They've probably never had a conversation about it to anybody, including their partners or their parents. And they know once you get into it, you forget that. It's like, oh, yeah, this is really kind of strange. So what I do is you have to meet people where they're at. And so, for example, with your friends and family, you can just say, yeah, lately our relationship's got a lot of stronger because we've really been focusing on communicating about our sex life. We realized we never did that before. And then you could see if people ask questions. Well, what do you mean by that? You could say, well, you know, I realized in the past things were getting a little boring and then we decided to try something new. And then so it's like you don't start with, oh my God, we're having swinging and having parties and all the toys, even though that is your real experience. Again, you have to be a really good listener and just drop enough. For example, when I'm out in the world and people ask me what I do, I say, well, I'm a sex therapist. I help people talk about sex and have better, you know, relationships. And then I see if they ask questions, well, tell me more about that. They'll say, what's the most common question you get asked, Emily? And so, you know, I don't start with, oh God, everyone wants anal. You know, you, it's, and I'm being honest, you're squirting. People just aren't ready for that. So I just say, well, a lot of people have been together a long time and they don't often talk about sex. So they have mismatched libidos or they have, you know, a lot of women don't orgasm. And I just start listing things and seeing if they're interested. But again, I don't dump, I don't run into my whole thing. I don't proselytize, you know, and get think that everybody has to even listen to my show or talk about sex. But I tell them about my experience with people and how it changes their lives. So maybe you can just kind of pick and choose the information that you're going to give and allow people to ask questions. Um, as far as 
finding your like-minded spirits, I think the same thing goes. Because for me, I didn't have a lot of people in this industry when I started. But even when I'm out at parties, I know the people that, that are really interested and they want to talk about it. And that's how I have found my people, just by doing the same things that you will do with your friends and family and seeing who's interested. And the more you're honest about it with people and You'll, you'll find them soon enough because they're out there, but not everyone's advertising it because of the same experiences that you're having right now. So I love that you're doing this with your husband and I think you guys will be able to to get some more people on board and be spreading the, the good word about how people could really open up and experiment with toys. And I think it's all great. So you just gotta, it's new and you're excited. So go slow and just pay attention to, uh, to people's reactions. And I think it's great that you're doing this, Stephanie. So keep me posted. Taryn, 29 in Colorado. Emily, I love all your insight on communication and how to talk to your partner. However, I feel like I've hit a wall. My husband and I have been together for almost five years now. I feel like sex and passion are non-existent. I've asked him about his fantasies, what lingerie he likes, what toys he wants to try, what I can do differently, and his response is always the same. I don't know. Anything you do is good. I'm so frustrated because even though he says that everything is good, I can't help but feel like our sex life is the same as doing the dishes or taking out the trash. It's routine and boring. I feel like I put in all the work with no responses and I'm running out of options and the desire to be with him. How do I light a fire in him that I'm not even sure he knows how to burn? Please help. Love to you and the crew. Thanks. All right, Taryn. This is a great question. This is the question, Mm -hmm. okay? I think that most people, if they've never talked about sex, are going to answer that way. Like, I don't know. He doesn't want to rock the boat and everything you do is great. And you're right. He might not know at this point what even makes him feel good. So I think that he might need some more examples from you about what your fantasies are and what you like to try. Because um, if you give him that opening, you say, I understand that you think everything is good, but let me share with you some things that I've been thinking about. I think it'd be really fun if we brought some toys in the bedroom. Um, My fantasy would be to, you know, mutually masturbate. And and then have him try something new out. Maybe he doesn't really know what you mean. So if you bring in your one experience that you want to try and you try it and then afterwards you have a talk with him about it, you know, not that same day, not in the bedroom, but after it, you're like, well, what did you think about that? Maybe he just you know, needs you to lead him. And again, another way to do it is you could download our yes, no, maybe list that we have on the site. You could read a book together. You could get my book, Hot Sex, and the two of you could open that up to any page and be like, well, would you want this? Would you want that? You could watch porn together and pick out scenes that seem interesting to both of you. Because you have to understand that if it's not only hard to talk about, like he might be, if he might have some ideas and not really know how to share them, but also he might never have really thought about it. You know, we always assume that men have all these ideas and it's kind of a stereotype that they're always thinking about sex and have all these fantasies. It is not the case for every man. And so just like it's not the case for every woman. So he just might need to be led there a little bit. He might need to kind of experience what you mean by spicing it up and doing different things. And then that's where he has to start. Some of us need to jump into an experience to feel it, to actually know what else we want. You know, I don't think we can decide yet that he doesn't know how to burn the fire, burn the light and keep it going. I just think he needs you to help him a little bit more and then go from there. So do you suggest that maybe she just kind of present it to him? But how would how would she be able to, you know, have him and vocalize how he feels and like what he wants and stuff like that like do you think it'll it'll take a little while before yeah, it he might take a little commentary? bit a while yeah I think you just have to go patient and introduce something new to him and like yeah it might take a little mm-hmm. bit but I feel like she she's been doing all the talking right now right, right. she's asking about his fantasies his laundry his toys I think it's time for her to say Taryn for you to say here's a laundry I like 
Let's mm-hmm. try this toy together and actually start doing it. And then, because sometimes the words, if we haven't, you have to remember that we're all in this. Michelle, we yeah. work here, we're doing it. But if he's, if they've been having sex the same way for five years and she's all of a sudden like, he's probably like, great, I'll yeah. try it. So then once you're in it, then she can be like, well, was that good for you? Was there anything mm-hmm. you would change? And then maybe he'll be like, oh, I understand it now. Yeah. Maybe he feels like he's being put on the spot yeah. too. He's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I don't even know. He might be feel put on the spot. Mm-hmm. He might be afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. Maybe he had a partner in the past and he told the partner he wants to, you know, masturbate together. And she was like, oh no, that's wrong. I mean, we have to remember that we, we don't actually remember where early messages have come to us. And so he just might be shut down to talk about sex. And he was told from his parents or something at a young age, never to talk about it. Just say yes to your partner, whatever they want. There's a lot of conditioning that happens that goes under the radar that we're not even aware of. So that's why I think what you're doing is great, Taryn. And now he might need to actually experience it. And then from there, then he'll have something to talk about. Right. Steer him in the right direction. Steer him in the right direction. And then see what happens there. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read the next one? Sure. Okay. I love this one. All right. So this next email is from Chip. He's 44 and from Illinois. He says, hello, Emily. longtime listener. I have a new girlfriend and the sex is amazing. She shared with me that she likes to be spanked. I've never done that, and my sex style is very loving, passionate, and gentle lovemaking. If I spank my girlfriend, am I still making love to her, or is it just sex? I would like to do it because she likes to be spanked, but I'm not sure how to do that in a passionate and loving way. Okay, this is such a great question, Chip, because you're right, like spanking is not passionate and lovemaking. It still means that you, you know, you still love her, but she's just saying, hey, I think it'd be really hot. You know, there's a lot of nerve endings on the butt. It's just a little bit of a dominance, like you're dominating her and spanking her, and that is a really hot fantasy for a lot of women. So it's really not passionate and lovemaking, um, but you can do it in a way that like after you spank her, you can kind of rub around her, her butt and kind of like smooth it. So it's not like you just keep whacking her. So we have a blog on the site too that I'd love you to check out called Spank Me Baby One More Time. You can just go to our website and search spank. First of all, you want to have consent. So obviously she has consented to it, but you also want to make sure that you start um, very softly. So I feel like you just want to do like a little bit of like light tapping, you know, on the butt and just feel like, see and test and see how it feels to her. Um, and you want to like warm up the butt, the butt. So you want to make sure that you're kind of squeezing it and you're, you're sort of like playing with it and warming it up. You could do small circles around it, like working it inwards and outwards and increasing the pressure and the rubbing as you go just to make sure that you warm it up and you kind of prepare it. And so you also want to make sure that your hands are closely together. You put your fingers closely together and that you want to start low and slow, meaning you're at the bottom of her butt and, and where it's like the fleshy part and you want to kind of spank up. So so you really want to do like a rapid spanking going up and you want to do the target areas that have thick muscles or padding. So usually the butt is the best place. Back of thighs are more sensitive. You want to avoid the kidneys and the spine and any area that says bones near the surface. And so you could have her bent over your knee. She could be on her hands and knees leaning across the bed. And so just make sure that she wants to, you know, that she's breathing and that you're breathing and that you're checking in with each other. So you might be, and now also it's okay to ask her for some for some feedback. So you just want to do maybe a light 
spank and then I mean, she might say harder and then you do it harder and then you also want to like maybe rub and kiss around it and then you spank again. So th- you have to explain to her that you want to do it, you want to please her, but you might need a little bit of guidance. You might also, also want to watch some porn together that has some spanking so you could learn some skills. Great idea. Because I don't, th- you know, it's kind of, I'm explaining it to you now and I don't have a video right now to show you in this moment. So it's like, it's okay to do some research of your own. It's okay to look up some spanking and then to ask her and build it together. So I understand that you love passionate lovemaking, but I think trying something new will even spark the flames more. Because anytime couples add something new to their routine, it actually can enhance their intimacy. So go slow. It's okay to ask for some feedback from her and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Might be something new that, that you like. little scoop motion. Little, it's a scoop motion. It's like a nice We're going from scoop. the bottom to the up, yeah. bottom to the top. I love it. This one comes from Joe. He's 26 from Canada. He says, I've started dating a woman in her late 20s who said in her own words that she is a virgin in every sexual aspect. For context, I was her first kiss. She since then has expressed significant expressed significant interest in exploring her sexuality with me. But whenever we do anything, I find her to be extremely unresponsive to any form of touch. Whenever we are intimate in any way, she's completely unresponsive and does the bare minimum. When we make out, it can feel like kissing a wall. I understand that I understand this most likely comes from her inexperience, but this makes it unpleasurable for myself. I've encouraged her to use her hands to explore either her body or mine during intimate times, but still nothing. My question is, how can I get her to be more responsive when we kiss or are intimate? Or how can I bring up the issue without negatively affecting her confidence in an area she is already uncomfortable with? Thank you. All right, Joe. here's the deal. In reading this, she's in her late 20s, and she hasn't had any sexual experiences. She hasn't kissed. She hasn't touched. And so what I'm here, and she's unresponsive, makes me feel like maybe she's had some trauma in her life. Perhaps, you know, I'm not saying that everybody who, who's a virgin at all, I'm not saying that has had trauma, but the way that she's not really responding and she feels like she's sort of shut down or disassociating during sex. Now, I'm not saying you should even go into her and say, I think you have trauma, but this is what I'm feeling from this. And so really... um, She's if she has no experience even kissing, I mean, this is a longer road for her. Now you can say it's okay, like let's play, let's let's play, let's get relaxed. Like maybe she needs to warm up her body, which she'd be open to like you massaging her and taking some deep breaths and relaxing. And you know, I'm curious if she would share with you if she's done any masturbation, if she's ever ever felt comfortable touching herself. Or maybe you can ask her in a loving way, like, what do you think it's about that you you know, why she thinks she's still like a virgin or get some more information around it. I don't know, you know, how much she will open up to you. But to me, this is just a really big job for you, Joe, to like have to open her up in every way. And it sounds like you're making her feel safe. I don't know how long you've been with her either. You said you just started dating her. So it could be just a matter of being patient and telling her that you find her really attractive. And like, you know, maybe you even take her hands and you slowly put them on your body, like on your shoulders or on your waist. And then you just keep checking in. Does this feel okay? Does this feel okay? Like she literally might not know what to do. It's like if she's never driven and someone sits her behind a steering wheel, like she might just have her hand, like she does it. She's terrified. Like she does it. She's never driven it. She's never driven another body or her own. So she freezes up. And again, maybe she's had earlier experiences that weren't great and I think this is a common scenario so you know maybe you could show her and say like listen I'm gonna kiss you you can just lay back I I think it'd be you know open our tongue and you can kind of like show her to how to like move her mouth around like I had a boyfriend once who liked to like grab my mouth and open it and show me with his tongue how he liked to be kissed and we did this 
thing together. And I appreciate that. I was like, okay, well, let's, we can do that. Or, and you just keep it playful and light because it sounds like it's probably also she's in her late 20s. So it's a really sensitive topic for her because she's waited this long. But what I like is that she's trusting you. Um, so you might just have to go slower and just tell her that you want to be the best, you know, supportive partner. But it also takes some, you know, guidance. And is she open to that? And so, and, and see and see what happens. But you might have to do a little bit more guiding, hand-holding, and um, also keep checking in with her. Because she gave the consent, so but just keep she checking gave the in. consent, but you got to keep, keep checking, checking in. in. Mm-hmm. And um, she says he's encouraged her right. to use her hands and explore, right? But nothing, right? So that's why he's got to show yeah. her down. Be like, do you mind if I take your hands yeah. and show you? And yeah, and just ask the question too, because you don't want to freak her out, especially if she's had trauma beforehand. You don't want to trigger, right? Anything that's seen you know, up in right. So you really got to go slow and be patient with this one. Yeah. Jeff, 23, Washington. Hi, Emily. I have an issue every time I have sex with my girlfriend. The foreskin on my penis gets very irritated and and I don't understand why. There isn't any dry friction and I've been using lube and she gets very wet during sex, but it hurts so bad that I can barely manage to pull the foreskin back without having immense pain afterwards. I make sure to stay clean and wash it with warm water and soap multiple times a day, but for some reason it only happens when we have sex and I feel it immediately. This never happened with my previous girlfriend either. We only have sex on the weekends due to our schedules, and although it isn't so, it isn't sore during the weekdays, the skin peels and cracks almost like it's very dry. I should also include that I am diabetic, but I have been for a, for a long time for four years, and this is pretty recent uh, for six months. What do I do? I just want to enjoy having sex without any pain because thanks to you, sex is very great. Thank you so much for your help. Jeff, thank you so much for your question. So here's the thing that could be going on since you have diabetes, you could have something called balanitis and it's an infection on the tip of your penis. So you want to talk to your doctor about your complete medical history so he can treat you properly. So this is actually has to do with the diabetes even if it just started happening. So um, that's what I think you got to talk to him about. That's really could, what it could be. There might be some treatments he can give you. It could be the medications you're taking. So that would be the first order of business. It actually is. I was doing some research for you and it is related to diabetes. Because you're young. Because mm-hmm. for some people, they can have foreskin problems when they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're older and they could get just get irritations or infections, they might have to get circumcised later in life. Looser. It gets looser, like everything mm-hmm. wrinkles in time. Like yeah. right, your face wrinkles, your, your foreskin, but you're 23 years old. So let's get you checked out by your doctor and see what he says. So, or she Absolutely. says, thanks for the email. Yeah, right. So the last one is from Jamie. No age was provided and from Illinois. Hey, Emily, I recently found your podcast and I cannot get enough. I've learned so much. So my husband is more sexually experienced than I am. We are very open and he shared with me that the porn he prefers involves a male making a female squirt. It really turns him on and has expressed his desire to make me squirt. One problem, though, I don't know how. He said he knows everything in porn is fake except the squirting (laughs) and that if a woman squirts, then the man did his job. Is there something I can do even... Uh, can every woman squirt or am I a lost cause? Oh, <laughs> you are not a lost cause no. at all, Jamie. Okay, so here's the thing. Most things in porn are fake, even the squirting. Let me just tell you that. Um, people aren't having real orgasms all the time. There could be fake ejaculate. There could be fake female ejaculate. So now here's the thing about squirting. I don't know that every single woman can, but you can definitely, every woman can try. Definitely. And so some of the tips for trying are 
your partner can do it with his finger and it's mostly from internal G-spot stimulation. So he could go in and apply pressure with his hands. You could use a vibrator like the the WeVibe um, Rave is a great one. I call it the G-spot GPS and it's also like can help you go in and kind of, you just want to keep applying pressure to it, like, like intense pressure um, to the G-spot internally and make sure your bladder's empty so then you'll start to feel like you actually have to pee and then you just kind of let it all out. It can also happen using the magic wand for many women. On your pubic mound, you can kind of apply that pressure because that's indirect stimulation to the G-spot. So really just a matter of, of letting go. It can help to have an orgasm first, like a clitoral orgasm, and then just kind of warm up that area. You can play with different positions, but it's really all about that internal penetration, whether it's a finger or a penis or a toy. I love that he's into it and he wants to try it, but don't feel bad if it doesn't happen. It is a choice right. if you want to squirt or not. Right. I feel like we haven't had a squirting question in a while. We haven't. We got People love the squirting. People love the squirting. I know. Well, I'm here for you. We also have some squirting stuff on the site if you want to check it out. Thank you so much, L Chase, for being here for the show. Thank you to my amazing team. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Kristen, Ken, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. All right, guys, here's a listener email I recently received. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually starting wearing pads every day just to feel safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Oh, we hear this a lot, Jane, mm-hmm. right? A lot. I mean, you have to know this, Jane. This is true. And I didn't even know this till I got into this business. But first of all, she's not alone. It's an estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks. Mm. Women, adult women, young and old, with or without kids. And there's nothing to be ashamed of at all. But there are solutions. And it's not just pads. We love the Apex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Like it does your Kegels for you. You've done it, Jamie. You just like just lay, back, lay back. You lay back, you use it. And it honestly, in a few weeks, doing it a few days a week, you will have a stronger pelvic floor and prevents the old sneeze and pee, if you know what I'm talking about. It also, side effect, bonus increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms yeah you'll notice definitely for sure (laughs) like i'm telling you you guys always know if you call in you're like how do i have stronger orgasms do your kegel exercises keep your pelvic force strong which will obviously make her want to get intimate again if you get the apex similar to the intensity which i have spoken about for years the apex delivers the same results but it's just not a vibrator it's not the rabbit vibrator so it makes it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. Mm, mm. Awesome. How about that? So to start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. <laughs> 